0: Hey, guys, I thought I would do part two um, of the creative ability of God and man, where the scriptures were all about two love covenants, a seed released that gives us this life and then a spirit, spiritual seed or word, the bar, what what enters over the threshold or, or comes into the doorway that carries the bar, that which means the son or nature of the father. So there were two finished work there was one in physical intimacy that would give us this life and then there's the spiritual seed the speaking spirit that is released uh, when we clean our head when we rest our head to the writers that was evidence that the 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 word that's declared in the unseen um, unheard it was mute maybe we'll get into that a little bit well over the next couple weeks i'll probably record a couple on um, just defanging the devil what the devil is what the enemy is what Satan is. Uh, it's all good news. I've been trying to tell you everything that we believed came out of a fourth century translation when it went from Greek to Latin to English. And I'll just show you more evidence of that, that all the words sin, unrighteousness, unholiness, disobedience, weak um, means not er- ergo, and that means you don't have energy. So they translate that as weak, but it's the exact opposite of that. And so I'll just show you a little bit more here, um, evidence that where it was just wrongly translated and wrongly interpreted. And so You know, to me, it never made sense. The world is so orderly. We're God's highest creation. Just down to our DNA, how many? Who knows how many cells we have? And so, we're the fact that we we could come out of our mother's womb and be so beautiful. And the world is very orderly. Everything works uh, exactly how it should be. And so, the writers, I promise you, were celebrating the goodness of God. Nothing wrong with man. They were celebrating. You were born in perfection. You live in perfection. You return to perfection. (laughs) it was all about you carrying the strength of God. And so um, uh, the rest of the world believes that actually, and uh, they don't believe in the separation idea. And so it has to be guys that even uh, as we go through this next couple of weeks, the enemy, the Diablos, um, the Satan, all these things, everything that is, is created out of God. There's nothing that's not outside of God because the only thing that existed at the beginning of creation was God. So anything that is, has to be out of God himself, the God particle, uh, which is pure light. It's, it's really interesting. And all those words I'll show you are actually beautiful things. And so there's nothing outside of you that you need to be scared of. There's one power, and he's given it to you. I've given you to everything that pertains to life and godliness. So all perceived negative things, guys, actually comes out of a lot of religion because they say you're dirty, you're a sinner. You don't uh, – uh, everything's fear-based. And there's no, there's no fear in love. In fact, there's awe. There's awestruck wonder in love. That who am I? You know, in the narrative, David, David, which is actually the man between the two doorways. Um, uh, the man within, who am I that we would create? that so beautifully. So let me just show you this. Let's start with the, the famous one, all in righteousness is sin once. Let's see if I can find it real quick. <clears throat> all right. All in righteousness is sin and Estin, maybe we'll cover this a little bit. And there is sin, not unto death. All right, I'm going to show you that all the knots and all the a righteousness, um, a martia, everything starts with this Greek letter alpha. And I'll show you, uh, um, it's a mistranslation. It's obvious it's a mistranslation from the Hebrew letter aleph. And so let's just look at sin. Um, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about this where last week I said, all I'm just a sinner saved by grace I don't like in actuality it's true but not it's 180 degrees what people think cuz sin let me show you this sin it says a meaning no or not from meros, your portion or your lot or share what's due to you to receive your portion um to to receive one's due part uh, your lot your inheritance uh something given to you um and then they translate a as not so you're not going to get what's given to you what what's uh uh what's promised you um typically a alpha is used a prefix of primitive use so let me just show you this um before me ooh, we will show you this too this is really interesting so origin as i've shown you it's the first letter of the greek alphabet um but if we go down here it says hebrew alpha of hebrew origin the first letter of the alphabet uh only from its use as the numeral the first While the problem, the first letter of Hebrew, since the alpha comes from the first letter of Hebrew, first letter of Hebrew means your strength and oneness of God. Literally, I showed you that. Now, if you don't believe me, let me just show you a little bit more here. So sin, it literally should be translated. You will receive your finished work of God. You will receive your portion of God. And so let me just show you this. A from the Hebrew origin, alpha. So or from Aleph, I mean Alpha. So uh, <clears throat> it looks like this. Some of you guys know if, if you took any classes, you know Alpha, um, that that little kind of like an A. So let me just show you this as well. So if you can go to Greek, Greek, this is where we get our alphabet, which is the first two letters of the Hebrew Aleph Bet. But let me just show you this. Um, so A Alpha means one. Okay. So more about A. Now, this is really interesting. This first letter of the Greek alphabet. So this is from Greece.com. They probably know what their language is about. It derived from the Egyptian hieroglyphic for a horned ox's head by way of the Semitic or Jewish Hebrew Aleph, which today doesn't look like an ox at all. So it came from this idea, the hieroglyphic, the picture of it was a horned ox's head. It's from the... uh, The Hebrew Aleph, the first letter of Aleph. And I showed you, Aleph means the strength and oneness of God. The finished work or the the seed of God released in physical intimacy. And the finished work of the seed of God released spiritually, which is the speaking spirit in the unseen. Okay? Now, it came from a picture of an ox. An ox's head. Now, let me show you something else here. Let me go to... uh, Oops, I didn't need to do that. I could stay there. Let me go to Hebrew for Christians. (laughs) So... People don't believe me. And I said, I promise you guys. So Hebrew consonants. If you go to Hebrew for Christians, Hebrew consonants, first letter, Aleph, click on that. First letter, Aleph, we just saw that Alpha comes from the first letter. And the picture of it is a picture of the head of an ox. Hmm. That is a pictograph, the the hieroglyphic of a picture of a letter of an ox. The original pictograph represents an ox, the strength of the leader. <clears throat> it's the number one. It's also the number thousand, as in it's a silent letter. Okay, now here's what's interesting. The mysteries of Olaf, the yad, which is the tenth, meaning an arm or the strength of the earthly realm. And ten is the finished work or the deed done. So when physical entity is done, there is a seed released. That carries the work of God, the strength of the ox, the male ox. And there is one in the divine realm, the spiritual. It's exactly what is uh, where alpha comes from. I just showed you that. So anyway, that's uh, uh, to me, that's very interesting. So it comes from all the negatives that we, they interpreted negative, sin, meros. Comes from without the strength of the ox or without your portion. No, no, it is you. You will receive your inheritance because it's the seed of God that's released. You'll receive the strength of the ox of God Himself. Unrighteousness, it's the same thing. Unholy, or, uh, un, unrighteous, disobedient, unholy, weak, um, unworthy, all are the same, guys. It's a mistranslation. So <clears throat> unrighteous, it's the exact opposite. The opposite of justice. No, let's let's look at justice. Okay. Justice. Decay. Now, this is interesting because you're going to see decay quite a bit if you go look at different words. Your right, the judicial verdict, your recompense. Um, what's due you? Uh, your right, your justice, especially uh, and then they, they they get the Greek, your punishment. No, no, it's never that. It's it's your right as self-evident, okay. Um and it comes from Alpha, which is the strength of ox. You will, everyone, Pas, Panta, will receive this their strength of the finished work, which is their right. And their strength of the finished work or their oneness is their portion or lot in life. Estin, that exists. Now, this is really interesting. I'll just show you a couple other words. So we get Epsilon and you get this. And you get tau, and you get iota, where we get yad, the tenth letter, and uh, we, this little V-looking thing. So let me just show you this. So let's look at epsilon real quick. All right. So if we go down to epsilon, epsilon, low means little, is the little e or short e. The began is the Semitic or the Hebrew, hey. Well, the fifth letter in the Hebrew word alphabet is hey. <laughs> it's the "hey" sound, exactly the fifth through. So this is "hey," <clears throat> interesting. So, which is it's an open window, which is a picture in the unseen. You can you you're looking out a window, but there's nothing there. So epsilon, oops, not, not that one. Epsilon, let's look at this. <clears throat> uh, what is that? Let's go look. Sounds like an "s." Sigma. See that little deal right there? Sigma. It was once shaped like a Latin W, the Hebrew shin, shin. Huh. Shin. Shin is a W. If you it looks like a little W. The Hebrew shin, familiar to most people from Jewish religious sects, it's the same letter. Okay, so it's shin. Shin is the, the covenant meal or the passion or the fire of then there was Ta, tau. Okay. Is taken from the Semitic language as a cross. Well, that's tough, guys. If you go look at it, it's the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It's two sticks joined together in covenant or a sign. So we've got sign, and then we got iota, which is yod, it's the tenth letter, and then nun. This this letter looks like a kind of like a V. Okay. Let's go, let's go look at Nun. The letter N. More about N N water. Well, the, that sounds like noon. If you go look at it, it's a picture of a fish or life that comes from the water. Then to the Latin and English. And, it's, and it looks like this little V in, in Greek. So what does all that mean? So here's what it says. Everyone will receive what is their righteousness, which is the strength of God from the seed of God. And everyone will receive their oneness and their strength of the ox of their portion, and it is the epsilon. That's the hay. It's the creative ability in the unseen of the shin. The the covenant meal. The passion of the of the two joined together of the finished work. Yod iota, the seed. So it's the seed from the finished work of the covenant. <clears throat> of the f- passion or the fire of God in the unseen. Hey, and there is, there is this passion of the unseen that is the strength of God that everyone will receive their lot in life. Not, let's go look at not again. I showed you this, not. I'm just trying to tell you where it says thou shalt, and you've heard it said thou shalt not sin. Maybe we'll go through that someday. But it says everyone will hear in the, they will perceive this word. So let's go look at this. It means no or not, is how the Greeks translated it, or into Latin. So ooh, okay, hold on, let me show you something. Phonetic spelling, ooh, so ooh, 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 okay? Ooh, now they translate it as not or really out this fact. But if you go look at this, it says in the manuscripts it's used for a left in the Alexandrian texts. I'll show you where the Alexandrian texts are in a minute, just to give you, this isn't subtle stuff, guys. As for lo, which is also hey, and this is the the word for ayin, aleph yad nun, ayin, so ayin is the the mind's eye, it's the number 70, it's the single eye, and it's pronounced ooh, let's go to the Greek again. All right, and sometimes these letters aren't perfect, but a lot of times they are, so let's go look at this Y, okay? And if you go look at IIN, guys, it looks like a backwards Y in Hebrew. So it looks like just like this. And it says uppercase form, almost a vowel letter Y, a short, long E. It also went to Latin as, as this V. It has the OO sound, OO sound. Interesting. So you get this little letter, uh, OO. I don't know if that's interesting to you. It really is to me because it makes sense with, when this was translated into Greek. It doesn't mean no or not. It means the strength of the ox, your oneness with God, and it means in your mind's eye, the visionary, the single eye within, lo and behold, it's similar to hey, lo, lo and behold is where we get that, wow, I I perceive this now, I get it. And I is to perceive, or to see in the unseen, or to be a visionary, to see, Um, and that's what it, it says, has this ooh sound, so. Exactly what this says, guys. It says, Ooh. So it doesn't say there is not, there's sin that doesn't unto death. It says there is a portion that you will receive in your inheritance that you'll perceive in your mind's eye, the ayin, which is the same. It's got the letter Ooh, same thing as the, the backwards Y I just showed you face to face at Tanatos. Tanatos. Let's go look at this Tanatos from Tenesco to die, okay? Now, <clears throat> in the Septuagint, for this moot. when they're mute, guys, you can't hear it, right? They're mute. It's also used for debar. It's the same as debar. It's the silent word, guys, when you die. So when you die, the seed of God is released in the unseen. You can't hear it, but it is released. It's the last trumpet is what it says. It's the speaking within. So that's what it's saying. Everyone is going to receive their inheritance and their their lot in life. That is the seed, the noon, of Yod, the finished work, Iota, of the the tof, the two joined together, the shin, the passion, in the unseen. Hey. Isn't that cool? So now I'll show you one other thing that's really interesting here. And this will just be a little preview. So I'm just trying to show you that all the unrighteousness, all the sin, all the nós or nots or mistranslations guys, they're just not there. They're 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 the Greeks actually this this was actually translated. Uh, they used the right the words and different things like that. Um, but this alpha aleph is from aleph. And I've just showed you it's the picture even in the Greek of the of the head of an ox, which is exactly what aleph is, the picture of a head of an ox. And that means the finished work in the physical realm and the seed or the finished work that's released in the spiritual realm. Well, on that spiritual realm, the anointing of God is released when we die and our head rests. Just like in physical intimacy, there's a rest or a shalom. The Hebrews, what they're writing about here, guys, is they said, you know what? The silent word, the mute word, the mute word that is released. You can't hear it. When you die and you rest your head, it was proof to them that the seed of God which is spiritual, was released in your face-to-face, your intimacy with God himself. Now, this is kind of interesting. Let me, <laughs> let me show you this. This might get some of you excited. Now, um, this will be kind of a little preview of, uh, of um, theos and also enemy. So let me just show you this. Um, Greek, word, oops, word or God. It'll be theos. Some of you guys are familiar with that, right? So theos. Let's just look at this real quick. Here's this oo. There's also an o oh there. Theos. So the original word was oo, to perceive in the unseen. The single eye was God, and, th- and the, and o. Oh. So that was the original word. Now let's go look at this. Greek word for enemy uh-oh, do alpha, un, so it's very similar, so you, it's the, it's the same thing as alpha, and it just means the opposite, it's the finished work of the second man in you, the opposite man, the different man, it doesn't mean enemy, it means the opposite, and so if you go look at this, it, we could go through this, each Greek word, if you want to go look it up, but uh, Ekthros. Ekthros, uh is originally from Alpha. Now, remember I showed you this? Where was the ooh? Where was the ooh? Hold on. Right here, ooh. All right. Ooh. We'll finish on this. I'm just trying to give you a ton of stuff. In the manuscripts, it was the same. The enemy or the opposite was ooh or... Ectros, <clears throat> the enemy, was translated as alpha. Huh. Very interesting. Ooh, they're all very similar. Now, if we get to here, though, in the Alexandrian texts, this negative that was translated new or not, which is also ayin, lo and behold, or similar to Hay. I in to perceive in the unseen, the 70s got the oo sound. Okay. But in the Alexandrian text, it's used for alpha, same thing as ectros ectros and oon. So this is the seed in the unseen, oon. Un, we could show you that. That's that V, that's that noon, that's the I in. The strength of God, that is, here's this little O. If we look at theos, it's O. So the enemy is just the strength of God, the opposite. The other one, the spiritual one, it's the, in Vav is this, this Noon I showed you that. So very interesting to me that it means that now, uh, as I showed you, it's the U that was translated, (laughs) actually is Alpha or I-N or Aleph, Alpha or Aleph, I'm sorry. I gotta show you this. Sorry, I'm going back and forth, but there's so much going on here. So, <clears throat> what was translated as no or not? It just means there was no one there. It was in the unseen, guys. Translated as Aleph in the sorry, the aleph in the Alexandrian manuscripts. Now let's go look at the Alexandrian manuscripts. Okay. So this is from the Lord's Library. You could go look up a bunch of these, Lordslibrary.com, Alexandrian manuscripts versus tectus receptus. What's the difference? All right. Before there were a multitude of different Bible versions in print, disparate scrolls and manuscripts made up the bulk of a resources in Scripture. These documents were fragmented from the East to the West, copied by scribes from earlier sources. And this is why we say Western Christianity versus Eastern Christianity. Over time, textual changes were made, and as a result, inaccuracies crept up in different copies, meaning as time went on, the Scriptures got less accurate by mistake or through translation. Of course, guys. You've all done that little game, and you know, kindergarten, you you go, hey, um, say the word car, and they whisper it in the kid's ear, and by the time they get to the 20th kid, they say, it's a tomato. Like It gets wrongly translated. Don't you think that the earliest they were to the writers, they probably knew what they were writing about the best? All right. This has resulted in thousands of different textual Bible variants today. There are two main groups that have been responsible for the bulk of the different Bible translations we know today, the Alexandrian manuscripts and the Textus Receptus. With this in mind, the Lord's Library editors created this resource to help you understand the Alexandrian versus Receptus. So let's go look at this. What are the Alexandrian manuscripts that say, is used as Aleph, or the unseen, the perceived, the perceived? You perceive God, the one that's perceived within. They were called Codex. I I forget how to pronounce this. I looked it up today. I think it's just Vaticanus and Sinaiticus. They were found in excellent condition in the Vatican Library and a monastery in Sinai. These texts were dated to the, the late 3rd and 4th century. All right. So, <clears throat> neither manuscript was in the original Greek. They were both Coptic translations in early language because both manuscripts were in a Coptic language. Scholars placed their origins in the region of Alexandria, Egypt, as a result that became known as the Alexandrian manuscripts. Bible scholars at the time believed that since these two texts were older than any of the other 5,000 that had been used by the 16 King James committee, there so the meaning 1611 King James committee didn't use these early texts. They might reveal a more <laughs> authoritative text being closer in the time of events described in the New Testament. The difference in the Alexandrian manuscripts were many. To start, the resurrection story in the Book of Mark was no more. There were Ethiopian unit confesses Jesus as the Son of God was missing. So I don't really care about any of that because I think they're all talking about the same thing. But anyway, they're saying that the the King James, which all of us pretty much came out of. Never used the earliest texts, so it was believed these verses that the apostle wrote do exist did not exist in the original manuscripts and were added by eager scribes sometimes between the third and fifth century. Meaning they think third and fifth century they started adding stuff. It was the prevailing theory up until 1960s. All the modern translations were written during this time were based on the West west cotton Hort Greek text, including the American Standard Version, the NIV, the NWT, and the New King James. This happened because the codices were considered more accurate. The Alexandrian manuscripts are the ancient biblical manuscript preferred by modern Bible scholars. These manuscripts are preferred because they feature less of a tendency to expand on the original text or paraphrase, meaning they were truer to the text. They are often found to be concise and to the point, which remains a sticking point for modern textual critics. These manuscripts serve as the base text for most Bible translations produced after 1900. There is great accuracy present within all external manuscripts of the Alexandrian type, meaning... The originals, the closer you get to the original, they didn't vary much. These manuscripts are at least 85% identical to one another. Modern Bible scholars believe these Alexandrian manuscripts boast the most accurate readings of the New Testament available. And then they talk about Codus Receptus didn't use these. Um, and I've showed you that. It's, it's, I promise you that sin, that Aleph. Translated to Alpha it was the strength of the ox. It was never no or not. Just as not there was not no or not. It was the I-N. It was the unseen. There was no one there because you couldn't see him. It was the ooh. And it's also used as, as a left. Now, I've, I found one thing that I found funny. And this is the, this is the problem, I think, with, with modern scholars. You can't understand this, this beautiful book that talks about the strength of God, the two covenants, unless you go back to the original it says they were very accurate. Now, I found this funny. You can go find out the unrealized (laughs) of the Alexandrian manuscripts, the Sinaiticus and Vaticanus. uh, I may have pronounced that wrong. Vaticanus, I think, is actually how you pronounce it, Vaticanus. So Bible scholars the past 150 years have placed so much attention on a very small small number of manuscripts. Don't they know there's 5,000 new ones that didn't use these? (laughs) So here we got a guy. When was this written? 2009. They are placing their attention on the original 10, not ours that we love so much that are inaccurate that we have 5,000 of them. Why we have 40,000, 60,000 different variations in, in Western Christianity because they started out with, from verse one, incorrect. Anyway, I think it's funny. Cause then it says, uh, then he goes contrary to what has been taught in most seminaries. These two manuscripts are worthless, hopelessly corrupt. De- Dean, John Bergen, a highly respected author in the late 1800s. Hmm, that's a thousand years after the writings of these. I wonder who was more accurate and knew what they were writing about. A guy studying in a seminary a thousand years later, or a guy in 2009? That's taking what a guy studied a thousand years later. Now, this is kind of interesting to me. I, I just want to show this to you because this is, this is very fascinating to me. These documents are both dubious it's been speculated by scholars that one or both were produced by Subius of Caesarea on the orders of Constantine. Well, that's probably true because Constantine was the one that made made him put it into a, a scripture as if the writers, here's what I've always asked. I said, why didn't the writers of scripture want to put it in a book and go, this is the unfailable word of God. It took Constantine to do it three, 400 years after they were written. I find that interesting. So the writers didn't know they were supposed to put it in a book, but Constantine did. Odd to me. So, and here's, so I'm sorry, if this is true, then these manuscripts are linked to Eusebius's teacher Origen of Alexandria, both known for interpreting scripture allegorically as opposed to literally. So here's what he's saying. The earliest teachers, the earliest writings took scripture allegorically. And this is what I've said to everybody, every, every mega ministry I've gone to. Are you a sheep? Well, no, Mike, of course, I'm not a sheep. Well, it says the sheep hear his voice. Well, that's obvious. That's allegory. Okay, then tell me, when does it switch from allegory to literal? And I stayed silent because that's what you're going to get. You're going to get crickets, guys. I've asked every major one. Well, it's clear. It's obvious, except you can't tell me why it's obvious. You can't tell me when it's obvious and when it's not. If that was allegory, you know, the Old and New Covenants in, in Galatians 4 says they're allegory. Says Abraham's an allegory. Well, interesting. Huh. And the early teachers said it was allegory. And then he's, he, he goes on these Alexandrian regions, the earliest texts that considered it allegory, responsible for early heresies such as Gnosticism. <clears throat> All right, Gnosticism, knowing, to know guys means you've had intimacy, which is exactly, now I know now Western Christianity is like they're Gnostics, they're trying to get knowledge meaning you can study about God. No, 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 no. What it was guys is intimacy. You knew you had experience. You, when it says, and he knew his wife, it means he had intimacy with his wife. When he says, you know, God, you've had intimacy with God himself. That's Gnosticism guys. It's not trying to get a bunch of knowledge. So anyway, I think that should, should help you. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to show you over and over and over. Um, now, you've heard that it was said, not you shall commit adultery. So here's what it says. Here are the words, OT, that are spoken, that are said. And you get this OT. I've just showed you some of these things, OT. So you get this O. Um, just showing you this, where we get God is the O. I'll try and make this pretty concise. You get this O, you get Toph, was two joined together in covenant. And you get iota, which is yod, or, the, or the, the deed done. So the deed done in the covenant of God. All right? So you all have heard the deed done in the covenant of God, the word that was spoken. Not you shall commit adultery. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. There's no notter there, guys. I've shown you that. It's In the Alexandrian text, it's used for aleph the oldest text. And it means I which is the ooh sound. It means in the mind's eye. You will perceive this and experience God in your mind's eye within the holiest of holies between these two cherubims is what it's saying. You will experience and perceive the adulterer and you shall commit adultery. <laughs> now, it's not saying, think about how much shame we put. I'm not advocating for it. But the adulterer, guys, was the Holy Spirit. It was the woman you're having intimacy, the woman that has intimacy with all men. All right. To commit adultery, a, a man with a married woman, but also a married man. So it means all men and women will experience this commit adultery. And it's it's really a, uh if you if you go look, it's it's kind of interesting to commit adultery for Moichus. It's it's the adulterer, um, Hebrewistically, figuratively it's not faithless toward God. It's the woman's having, it's the paramour. It's the other, it's the other, it's the other, the, oh, I'm not doing a good job. Um, I've shared this with you before. It's the one, the Hebrew, the Holy spirit is always the woman guys. And so not does not mean no or not. I showed you that. It means you shall perceive the I in the 70, you shall perceive and experience in the mind's eye intimacy with the woman that has intimacy with all men. That's why it was used as figuratively the adulterer. That's why I said the birth of Jesus, the the Jesus Christ, Christ is Christos, the anointing oil, the finished work of intimacy, the crown of the, the finished man, of Yahweh Yasha, Jesus is Yahweh Yasha, or it's the shout or the yod, the finished work that exists, the anointing of God himself. That's the adulterer, the Holy Spirit. So hopefully that helps guys. I'm just trying to show you It's all good news. You can go look for everywhere where it's something negative about man. Meaning you're not worthy to stand there, uh, disobedient. Thou shalt not do this. Thou shalt not do that. It actually says, every one of you perceive this adultery. Every one of you perceive all these things, and it's all beautiful, guys. There's nothing wrong with you. You carry the strength of God. You always have, and you're God's highest creation. You're perfectly loved. You're beautiful. He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Always has been, always will. You were born in love. You live this life in this world surrounded by a a field of love, and you return back to love. When When you die, guys, to the Hebrew, the writers, they said, the last trumpet has shouted. The seed of God has been released at death and it doesn't return void. Well, to the seed of God, we return as gods to oneness instead of the many-membered body of God. So hopefully that helps. God bless.